finally, finally, finally fully healed in the back to tank. The scars are gone. This is the Bennett Brothers Podcast for the Book of Boba Fett TV series on Disney Plus, Episode 4, The Gathering Storm. Talk about Boba. No, no. Okay, yeah. That's weird. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm Joel. Thank you for joining us as we delve further into this seven episode mini series or first season. I don't even know what's happening, but we're going to talk about the book of Boba Fett, The Gathering Storm, Chapter Four. We're going to spoil the heck out of it. The Gathering Storm, isn't that a George R. R. Martin? book the gathering storm storm of gatherings oh, storm of gatherings we're going to talk about it. we're going to spoil the heck out of it join in on the conversation go to facebook.com slash bennett brothers podcast hit us up on twitter at bennett bros pod or send us an email bennett brothers podcast at gmail.com Woo! go to patreon.com slash bennett brothers bennett brothers podcast you're doing so well too. i was go there and you can uh, become a patron and get some mini casts those are exclusive podcasts from us to you the patron members and it just takes like a dollar to become a patron so we appreciate that Helps us out here. You could even do it just forever. one month. One and month. Then quit. Just you listen can. to some stuff. Listen to everything. Although I always month. appreciate the patrons who are hanging out month after month, helping us out, making us go. When we get to when Joel and I go, like, do you want to keep doing this? Like, uh uh-huh, there's people supporting us. We yeah, better keep we going. Like you. So you actually, yeah, you're, you're very helpful because, like, if you guys stop doing it, then yeah, we like again. you so much. You're great people. For those of you who don't aren't patrons, you're still great people. Never forget that. Just not Never as great. forget. Just not as great. No, you are. You are. Don't let. Like them say fool thanks you. to a uh, uh, listener shout out. Nate shop shout out out. Hey Nate. And uh, said he's enjoying uh, the Boba Fett. He's gonna go back and listen to the Mandalorian. So, Nate, this is a shout out to you, and to Ellie. Say hi to Ellie. Ellie, hi. Aww. Come on, Ellie. All right, that's it. Aw. <laughs> and to Paul May if he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> If he joins us for the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. So we're going to talk about this latest episode. Before we get into that, though, we're going to talk just a little bit of news that's happening in and around Marvel and Disney and Star Wars and all, whatever. We're going to talk about the news we want to talk all about. Right. And one of the big things that came out just recently is the trailer for the new Moon Knight TV series came on out, Disney+. Plus. came out just about right after we finished last week's yeah. podcast. What do you think of that yeah, trailer? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good trailer. What, that do you, is, what do you think of the character of Moon Knight? What's Joel? I don't know. Do you know anything about no. him? No, I know mean outside all the of the character? trailer. Did you I know, know that the, there was a character named I've Moon Knight? Seen the, I've seen the costume before. But before the trailer, all this stuff, before they even announced no. the show. So in other words, if I had come to you and said, Joel, which of these is not a Marvel character? And I said, A, Moon Knight, B, Nighthawk, C, Hawk of Night. Which one do you think is not in there? I'm sorry, Hawk of the Night. I said that wrong every time. Which one is not a real one? Well, Hawk of the Night is what I would have went with. Because <laughs> I screwed it up. <laughs> well, no, I would have went with that because that's not, I know that's not, I know, I've heard the name Moon Knight. I've seen the costume. I'm just not aware no, of I, what he you, is or who he is you, or what okay, he does. Okay, so you've seen the comic book image at some yes, point. In your life. Yes, Okay, yes, that's, yes. that's why I wasn't sure if it was, there is Nighthawk out there too, by the way. Yeah. He was in the Defenders. So anyway, he's a, he's a, he's a basically a version of uh, Batman that they keep modifying. But anyway, Hudson Hawk, is he a thing too? Oh God, I don't even know. God, God, no. So no, I just wanted to see if you had, because mm-hmm. in other words, it's, it's very, like Darkhawk. I should have said Darkhawk. Darkhawk is another one that you know that character as far as you've seen an image of him, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it, is, is he related to Hawkeye? Is he Dark Hawkeye? No. Okay. But no, there's a, there's a series of characters. <laughs> like, I'm sure that if I showed you and I said... Like you could identify the original Guardians of the Galaxy characters, you could not name them. No, 
And but I probably you, couldn't identify them all either. But yeah, you 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 kind of I mean, know. But the te- teams are harder because they're not the team. I mean, yeah, I, Yandu, like he, yeah. he's he's very distinct. But there are some other ca- members of that team that I'm like they're not distinct at all. No, I hear you. I know it's or it'd be like saying Joe, Joe, so, which ones? What, which characters are in the new Warriors? So that yeah, right. Or, so know. that being said, I I don't I don't know Moon Knight and what I do now after seeing the trailer and after learning You're an a little bit more. Now. I'm not an expert, but I would hope to become one. And I'm super excited for this. I think Oscar Isaac's is awesome. I like him as an actor. I think he's going to Oscar do Isaac's from Age from Age of Apocalypse. Apocalypse, that guy. Well, I was, they all can't be winners, Jerry. <laughs> he's not, he's not bad in it. It's just that's a bad movie. But he's you know Dune. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's awesome in Star Wars. They can fly now? They can fly now. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> Why are we talking about that? I know. Uh, but no, I'm excited for it. I'm really excited for it. We're going to do a podcast for it, so stay tuned when I'm that comes very, out. very curious to see where they'll go with it. The trailer looked very exciting. They're really going to play up the multiple personality disorder, which, promise you, will then trend on Twitter. Like, how dare they? No. Oh, no, it will, because this Split is the word. came out within this woke time period but, I mean, if you're talking but, about did, that. That's and, a great but, movie. It is. But do you remember that people, like, how no, dare? No, nobody oh, did that. There is a, there's, a, there's, like, two people on Twitter that did that, and they, you know, weren't, even, you know they weren't even real people. They were Russian but a, agents. But when it's a slow news day, the Google no feed will gonna, keep it. No. No one's gonna. That, right, that's not gonna. Here. I bet you that's not gonna be a backlash. I for the hope show. it. Well, I hope it won't. And I shouldn't. It should absolutely shouldn't be. The character is fast. I. That's a character that I never collected, other than when Brian Michael Bendis had a, a like a twelve issue series, and I read that because I like Bendis. But his character, he'd pop in and out of some of the books I read, and uh, it was never uh, my thing. But it's it's fine. It's fine character. I'm curious because he's had so many iterations, so many variations, so many different versions. The same act, the same character, Mark Spector, but <laughs> different personalities. So it's it's crazy, uh, what, and it could be anything. I, you're gonna find these people like, oh, that's not comic accurate. Get out of here, five people who actually know it. I don't even care about comic accurate because guess what? Not all the Marvels, not all Marvel stuff is comic accurate, but it's fantastic. So I'm okay with that. Although it's supposed to be dark, like like rough. Isn't that crazy that it's like Batman but in a total white outfit? They're playing up the whole uh, Egyptian mummy look and everything, which is cool. relatively new. Cool. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. Uh, the other news, I don't know. I, I was going to mention this to Jerry before the podcast. I just want to see if he saw the trailer. Did you watch the trailer for Our Flag Means Death? No. Our Flag Means Death is a new show that's going to be on HBO uh, HBO Max, and it is executive produced by Taco Atiti. And it stars Welcome to Jumanji. I and saw the it. Pirates. I did see it. Okay, yeah, I did no. see it. Yes, I'm in. Let's do it. I'm in. We're not gonna do a podcast on it, but I'm in. Like that's exciting stuff. We love a little taco with That's a weird uh, segue to that, but I mean that's fine. It's yeah. like it's like. Did you see the Lord of the Rings teaser? I did. It's all practical. They were really excited to say it's all practical. I'm I'm excited from the from the studio that brought you the Wheel of Time. Man, I'm a big Wheel of Time fan, and. <laughs> it's good. There's some good and some bad. It just doesn't work. Hey, you know what's good? What I watched this morning, the latest episode of, of Attack on Titan. Joe, <laughs> Joel, I, I'm not kidding you. Watch Titan. Jerry, you're talking to someone who's watched everything except for this last season because it's not out on dub yet. I guess I watch it on dub. I go, I go That's subtitles. how I started watching I go it. subtitles. And I will say this, Joel, I'm watching it this morning and something happens and I go, I go out loud and go, oh my God. Oh my God. And now I know this show well enough that it will... Like mm-hmm. it's like eh, it'll be undone or something won't be undone or they're like it's designed to like keep you going and then the show likes to do that thing where it's like something just tragic happened what's co- what's coming after this 
a flashback to like two months earlier. No, no. You know what also that show incredible. does? Like, I'm a big fan. I have spent hours hunting down the little short stories and stuff like that because they don't exist anywhere other than like Daily these motion. weird, yeah, or not even there, like these weird websites that are like, find it here. And it's I like, I told have you to watch that, those because yeah. it's, I love that show. That's a great show. Yeah. But I, again, I'm waiting for the tub to come out. Because I'm used to their voices. Although, that being said, the, the short story stuff is subtitled. So I've actually watched uh-huh. it subtitled, but I want the dub. All right. Sorry to distract you. No, Joel we're not there. distracting uh, We're going to get onto the show, The Book of Boba Fett, The Fox's Den, I think it's called. No, it's The Den of Thieves. <laughs> I don't know. Gathering Storm. Yes, that's what I said. Den of Foxes that your joke didn't even land because you got the title wrong. <laughs> I didn't wrong. know what it was. I, something came up. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I know what it was. All right. Den of Thieves? All right. I was, so, like, I was looking at a website, Den of Geeks. <laughs> They're Den of Geeks. Before we, before we get started on this, I want to mention this episode. Here, here's a wild connection. Oh, no. Here's a crazy connection, Jerry. Uh, I can't believe they let this episode air because of the connections. It's crazy. This episode is directed by Kevin Tancharian. Doesn't that name sound familiar? Tancharian? Tancharian? Yes, he is a director who has directed things. He directed some an episode of Hellstorm, that awesome uh, MCU uh, TV I never show. Finished Hellstorm. it. Uh, Titans, uh, finish the Flash, Arrow. Yeah, Inhumans. He directed an episode of Inhumans. He got his original start doing the Mortal Kombat Legacy. He he came out okay. with that short, and then he did a bunch of them. He also directed sixteen episodes of Agents of Shield. So he is reunited now with uh, Ming Na Wen uh, as May. So they're working together again. That name might sound familiar because obviously we've mentioned in our podcast. If you want to go listen to all of our Agents of Shield podcast, but he is the the brother of Marissa Tenshikari and the the one of the creators of Agents of Shield, who was actually in one of the episodes with Boba, like. The drink. Anyways, his that that sister, she's married to Jed Whedon, the we, brother of Joss Whedon. We, we don't speak about it. We I can't. I can't believe they let this go. We don't talk about Joss. That's the song you should be singing. Is it okay to talk about Jed? Mm, I guess he's only he's actually a half brother, so I think it's okay. Oh, he's only a half brother. That's what I found out. Yeah, they're oh. both, they're both <laughs> brothers. You researched it. I didn't but, research. I researched it because I read that Joss Whedon stuff that came out this week, and it was like actually mentioned. It was half brother. I was like, oh, okay. but I but for some reason I don't think we've ever mentioned this in the Agents of Shield podcast that they're brother and sister, and so he got this job basically through nepotism, which is <laughs> well, whatever. Sister, but, yeah. The director of this episode, Kevin, oh, who's directed a bunch of Agents of Shield, he is this. Well, he is. But we a, know the we know you and I know the industry enough too. Is it's who you know, of course. And so it's always going to be, of course. And dude, you know what? I've dude, got no problem with Kevin. I was running to do this podcast, job. and then I gave you a job to do it with That's me. Crazy. This would have just been it's the crazy. Jerry podcast. The Jerry podcast. <laughs> Special guest. I did two thousand episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so Kevin uh, he's obviously done a bunch of stuff we loved him in doing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I, could, I wish I could pick out the episodes he did but I didn't have that I don't find any, I can't remember any episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that stood out in a different look because they there was like sh- there was like four or five episodes no like, there was they go to I mean, the planet where no, she's I know, on I'm the planet saying, that's for the story, virus, but I'm like, saying like, yeah. like directing styles directing styles no it yeah, was they're, very they're, much they're, a yeah. it, it was very much a simple look well, let's talk about that too because looking at this show you know, the show we're supposed to be talking about you know, did you see a difference between how the Robert Rodriguez episodes and other ones, not story wise, but directing wise? Well, so it's in, it's interesting that you bring that up. Um, I'm going to bring up something now uh, to talk about the story problem, but I also think it's different because Robert Rodriguez directed two episodes, and I think they're the weaker of the two, the four episodes so far. I loved his Boba Fett one though that he did in the Mandalorian. Yeah. So that's that one fine. I don't know how much oversight he had though on that versus him having a little more free reign. We don't know. We don't know the details behind that. 
But I saw this mentioned somewhere, and I wanted to bring it up because we had been talking about this uh, for the past four episodes. And as Jerry said, this is the end of the flashbacks, this last episode here. I remember mentioning in the first episode, and then in the second going, man, this first episode seems disjointed. We don't know what's going on with Boba Fett here. Why is he not as a badass? What's going on here? And then we start seeing the second episode like, oh, this kind of explains a little bit what happened in the first episode because we're dealing with flashbacks. I think that this show would have been better suited to not do the flashback route, but to do it completely linear. We talked to go, about this. To go right when he gets out of the Sarlacc pit. I know we, not, we we didn't necessarily mention not doing the flashbacks. We just mentioned it's a little more disjointed, and how do we answer some of these questions? I think the show would have benefited. I, I explain why they didn't do that, though, and I honestly believe this is absolutely the reason. Because if you had gone linear, that and I mean, I, I think I'm right about this. If you go linear, I'm not saying your way is wrong. I'm saying you go linear... He's not putting on that mask or the suit, yeah. Till till so far, and she's not showing up until the third episode, probably. If you think about how much of that footage, so at a certain point, you're going like, I need to have my stars and the the Boba Fett mask, and what people want to see is the progression of that character. So if you go into like, hang on a second, kids. I know you waited a full year for this story. You're gonna have to wait another full month before we move forward. So in other words, they decided to like, we're gonna slowly move forward while we tell backstory. And that I think that was I think smart, I think it was no, the no. way to go. I think I, it was. I the think way that's to go. Uh, what if you're the two arguments are he's not gonna be in the outfit and she's not gonna be around. And, you're not you're and not the third, And the third because, part is we're also not moving the. The main story forward. You don't have to move the, the, the main people, story. The main are. story, if you're doing linear, is the main story. No, I think the main story is because we came to this show after he had already killed Bib Fortuna, and we want to see what's he going to do next. Now, here's the thing: I think that the show doesn't do that. Maybe you would have liked it to do. A lot of the better shows, when they do flashback shows, they tend to parallel the best ones. Tend to parallel events that are happening Lost. in the you know, in the, in the main <laughs> storyline. So. This one, there's, I, I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are lines like maybe the the train heist parallels when Black Crescent and you know whatever. I don't know. Maybe there's connections, but I had not picked up on that's that. That's a good. So. That's a great point. That's a great point. Maybe they could have done that better storytelling wise because it's disjointed. I still think though, if you were to tell the story, and it could have been two episodes. I mean, you're looking at him getting getting out of the Sarlacc and doing that up to the train episode and then in the third episode he gets Fennec and they go and he they do what we saw in this episode. I I don't the disjointed feeling of this isn't Boba Fett. Who is this guy? We now see why he is what he is. And I, I like now he's now he's a, partly a good guy. Now we get to understand where the Tuscan Raiders had an impact on him versus us watching and going, who's this guy? But then your argument is, who was this guy a year ago when we watched? It was in he was in four episodes last year. Did you ever feel that way? Because he was basically the same character that he is in the present day. And I, I don't remember you ever going. No, you know, so that, because I mean, he wasn't the, he it. wasn't the main character. Yeah, but he was. But he's Boba Fett. He's the oldest character in all these shows and stuff. So, but then maybe that's the problem with this uh, is. I never had that problem with the Mandalorian going. Oh, this Boba Fett because we never like, got we never got introspective with him. Versus this show, we're definitely getting okay, much so that, more let's, in the leads let's, with let's, that. Let's, let's, so then, having heard what you said about this, what did you think of this episode? Oh no, I think I think it was good. I'm just this goes back. I was just saying that could this have been better had it gone linear? And I think it could have been. Okay. But and that I, being said, I, would, I, would I still think this is good. You think this is perfect the way it is? I didn't say perfect. I don't think it would have been better. I think that if they had it gone been worse. That, Yes, and I'll explain why. I think if you had gone the way you talked about and done it that way, we would be three episodes into it, 
and you or I or both would be going, where's the helmet? Where's Fennec well, Chen? Are you doing that, Where's that stuff? And no, because we've seen the helmet. We've seen Fennec Chen. We've seen all these moments. And I also think the way the story, the present day story is designed, we're like, this episode, he picks up two Gamorrean guards. And the next episode, he gets some biker guys. And the next episode, he gets black croissant. croissant. I'm going to keep Rancor, that. yeah. He keeps getting this stuff. And so if we went another way, Three of those would happen in one episode. It's like he's just picking up new people. This way we're able to spread it out over episodes. So I think this is the better of the choice of the structures. I think it is. But I'd never heard you going, where is where is Slave 1? Why isn't it in these episodes oh, yet? You're but never going to say that but again. That's a, well, we're going to talk about that in a second, too, to get that out of the way. But I'm saying, like, you never went, yes, maybe the armor is more important than Slave 1, but come on, Slave 1 is a very important piece of Boba Fett. And you never, you never once in these first three episodes went, Where's Slave One at? Because we've already established it in The Mandalorian that he has it already. Yeah, and we already established that he has the armor already. So we could live without him having that stuff, no, is all I'm we saying. We, we needed to see him in it. And then, well, again, and I, they, that's the choice going, they back, made. going back to this, going, we've already made, you've made this, you've made this comment. Everybody's made this me. comment. Why isn't he wearing the helmet more? Why isn't he in his outfit more? You've made that comment. So literally, we still are living in a world where he's not wearing the costume as much as we would like. So to have him not wear it for the first two episodes would still not be in it. It would still be an issue. So that that has no play in it. Like he needs to be in the costume. He's in it barely, and we don't get to see him. We get mad when he's not wearing the helmet. So that going back to the Slave One though, the ship's called Slave One. Mm-hmm. In this episode, he mentions it. He calls it the fire spray. The fire he, spray is the is it, the classification the same way it's the Millennium Falcon. Fire spray gunship. The, the, yeah, Say the, the full thing. The, That's what he says. Fire the same way the Millennium ship. Falcon is a YT thirteen hundred F light freighter Corellian. Corellian light freighter. Yes, the the gun the fire spray gunship actually probably has another even more to it than that because it's got numbers to it as well. That is the name of it. We don't know if he's going to call it Slave One or not. We don't. It's all the assumption. I don't know if that. I haven't read anywhere. Uh, officially from Disney or Lucasfilm saying that. It's all speculation. Yep. It's all rumors. It's all that kind of stuff. Like He's never going to call it again. Until he does. And then the people go, well, I guess it, it didn't change. You know, Because the idea of, of, of the, the, the whole slavery issue with negative connotations based on that, and then you get the silly argument going, well, you know, slavery actually goes back to the Slavic people who were the first slaves back in blah, 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 you know, in Europe, and that's where the name comes from. Well, it's like, you know, I mean, that I, I get the negative connotation for master and slave, but we use master and slave for computer terms. We use that for well, you know, I don't the know if master's you know golf tournament. We use it for so I don't know if you know this, but they, uh, but uh, Disney's going to go back to episode one and take out Anakin being a slave. Because there's no slaves that's in Star point. Wars. That's I mean, they're also going to take out, in Return of the Jedi, that he has a woman on a chain that's his slave. They're going to take that out, too. That's a good point. Yeah. You know what? This is, People are saying this is what's going to happen. Until, like... Until it, until he goes, this is fire spray. Then I'll be like, oh, that's the new name now. Okay, then it might be an issue. But here's right a, now, right now, it thing. hasn't been an issue. Here's the other it thing: it hasn't. In, in tell me in Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, The Mandalorian, even Attack of the Clones, where at any time anybody on camera says Slave One, they don't. Never been spoken. The name Max Rebo has never been spoken until this episode. Well, Max. Max. So I'm saying his yes, last name's not Rebo. Yes. They, don't, they don't talk about Rebo. <laughs> no, it, it, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> no, but I mean, the point is, is like, it's not like he says it all. Like now, his name is now Luke Starkiller. We're not, no, we call it Sky, Skywalker. It's like you know, we can't. Yep. You, that's the slave mm-hmm. one. It's something we all talk. And, and, and Hasbro it's toys. Easy I to don't say. know. Here's the reason why people are saying it is because the toy is out and it doesn't have Slave One on the toy. 
that's the reason people are jumping on this. Like you go to the the toy mm-hmm. aisle at Walmart, they've removed the name Slave One. Whatever. Whatever. Is that silly? Yeah, I remember. But you know what? I can't worry about that. They, we'll see what the show does yeah. versus the marketing. I, I think people are trying to put two and two together and come up with that. And if they never say Slave One, I'm not going to cry. I'm going to call it Slave One because that's what I've grown up calling it. But if I never actually well, okay, never so call I hear it, that. that's fine. So he keeps saying, get to my ship, my ship, blah, blah, blah. But if he goes, get to the fire spray, the fire spray. I mean, are you okay with that? I don't know. We, everyone was like, you got to call it Baby Yoda. And then they call it Grogu and everyone, like, they named it okay people still call it baby yoda but it's it's never baby yoda and obviously and grogu is swahili for slavery which is insane (laughs) no so i just want to talk about let's get that over with because like at at this point it really doesn't matter it's it's such a non-starter like it's so joel first they take slave one then they take away our rights then they took away our gifts you know you can't call it Slave One. You can't call it Obi Wan. It's it's <laughs> they can't use the word one. That's the problem. Oh, okay. <laughs> or one. All right, let's get into this episode here. Finally. Now that now that we minutes yep, into the podcast. now that we've been in the podcast, we're we'll going to back to we're going to do the rest of this podcast in oh, ten minutes. What did you think of this episode? Oh well, thank you, Joel. <laughs> I thought it was good. I actually enjoyed it. The second time, I remember watching it the first time, and it's a little bit longer. It's like they go, they go short episode, longer, short episode, and this one's longer again, and it flies by. And initially, I think I thought about after the first couple of days of watching, I was like, oh, "It was, it was pretty good," and, you know. But I, what, what happened? And and I was watching with this guy who kept saying, "Boba Fett's not doing anything. He wouldn't do anything without Fennec Chen the whole time," and it really kind of tainted a little bit when I watched it that time. Was that me doing Joel, that? Yes. Well, the good thing he's got Fennec Chen with him. Oh, sure. No, no, Fennec Chen is a, is a big part of this. But you did it in a way that you like just like you put him down in my head, so that I was kind of like, "Huh, what this episode?" Boba and then, Fett. But having. She she drops the bomb and it, and it blows with the sarlacc and he goes don't touch my buttons like what were you gonna do Stop. come I'm on saying Boba. I really like this episode it's it's it was better than last week's episode I thought this was better so I think this is I think it was better than last week's episode I as think well. this uh, let's, let's we're gonna now rank our episodes <laughs> so our episode rankings now are as follows two four one three. Keep that memorized, because when at the end, this is going to turn out to be a phone number, and you have to call somebody. <laughs> and win a prize. All right. Now, interesting. I think this episode is very similar to the last episode, where it's a bunch of cool scenes spliced together, and not necessarily a story from beginning to end the way episode two was. But I do, I do. Now that we're past the flashbacks and all that, I think, well, I think we're the gonna... flashback was one solid story, just the same way in the episode no, two was one solid. How is it one solid story? It's the I... story of him getting Fennec Chen mm-hmm. and their relationship, and then and then slave one part and becoming and partners. then Sarlacc Pit. Yeah, it was, and then Nick Doe. That wasn't about the story. The story was about the story was about those two coming together. Is how I I took it. That's fair, but you don't. I think you get that within the first. When no, they get to sit, her reason I'm to about stay this, with him. I'm talking about well, the, after why. the Sarlacc pit, after the... Uh, Those know, are the elements that did it. I, I think this is a lot of exciting scenes put together. And that's fine, and I think it's done better. I just don't think it has a, a good beginning, middle, and end to this. Well, we'll pr- see. Well, maybe that maybe I'll change my mind as we go through this. So we start in the back to tank, which takes us to a flashback. Where we get to finally see that not only does Tatooine have two suns, but they have three moons. And two Uranuses. Oh, it's Jesus, terrible. Jesus. We go to Bib Fortuna's temple, because that's what it is at this point. Boba's scoping the place out. Palace, not temple. Pa- it's a, it is a temple. It's a palace. Javis, you never said Jabba's temple. It is true. Jabba's you're palace. right. You're right. 
But it was a temple at one point, so I'm okay. But I liked about we seeing, don't know what Bib calls it. What I liked about seeing the, back, the, the finally seeing the backside of the palace, and then eventually we get to see the whole layout. Was there's books you know, like the official books and everything. I remember you can look at like what the inside of the Death Star looks like, what the inside of uh, the, the Falcon, Falcon. Looks like, yeah. And when you get inside the palace, it's like, how does that work? It's like, no, they actually utilize that. Oh, that's cool. And it was awesome. Yeah, so that's that was cool. great. Yep, yep. We get to see the Gamorrean guards and their like older outfits with the full like fur covering. That we, we haven't seen for a while. That's cool. We talk, we've been talking about Oh, yeah, you've been waiting for that. So Boba's there, and as he's not going to attack, yeah, he's with his Bantha, and then we get to see the events of the Mandalorian, at least the... The Bantha's the, name is Grogu, too. It's oh, ironic. Grogu, yeah. It's Grugo, actually. It's, <laughs> it's Yaddle. It's, <laughs> Yikes. No, we're not bringing that back. So we get to see what happens from the Mandalorian. He sees the flare go up. He walks over there. We, fi- we find a, uh, there's the dying Fennec. So this is where we... Cut in from or the Or dead Fennec, really. Dead Fennec, yep, yep. Uh, I thought this was interesting because at the time we we're like, she's dead. How? What's the hell are you going to bring back to life? Is it going to be Sith magic? Is it going to be something like that? And then you realize, like, oh, yeah, they've already established this as a world where robotic parts people are robotic. Turn Darth back Vader is robotic. I Lan- mean, Luke's hand and, yeah. and Lobot and all of that stuff. Uh, you, someone had mentioned this. I don't know if it was you, but when we watched it in The Mandalorian, you hear the Spurs. He doesn't have his outfit. He doesn't have his Boba Fett The Spurs Fett are yet. so quiet. They're he doesn't so have quiet. that, so they had to be like, there's no Spurs. He's not wearing Spurs. No. I thought we I thought we heard something, and it was, in fact, it was his gun rattle. It might have been. I think that's what they tried been. to justify. His, yeah. his, uh, his, uh, the, the, the yes. Tusken Raider. The rifle. The, the rifle. The rifle. Yeah. I took it as the rifle, but he's also strap. Ca- but he's also he's carrying the rifle, but he's call- carrying the Bantha stick. But yes, when we watched it, we were like, where's the Spurs? But I mean, yeah. So he takes the dying Fennec or dead Fennec to a mod parlor, which is like a tattoo parlor only for mods. Uh, cool when they walk in and they see the kids there, and they got some of them got those weird you glasses. Love the guys I do. The I think when they when people put like cybernetic eye stuff on, or like I think that looks totally cool. I loved it. Love that. Didn't you pierce your eyebrow? I did twice. <laughs> <laughs> they right. go in. We get to see the modifier, who is played by Stephen Thundercat Bruner. He is a musician. And he's done a bunch of soundtracks. So we can, just throw out, we can just throw out our own Thundercat. Well, no, I mean, it's like Thunder. It's his musician name is Thundercat. I'm Joel. I'm his J- name I'm, is. I'm Jerry Panthro Bennett, and you are Joel Chitara Bennett. Someone's got to be Chitara. <laughs> well, his name is Steven, Steven Bruner, but he, his musician name is Thundercat. I'm surprised you didn't he go. Did the, he you should have said, like, you're, you're a snarf if you're anybody. Snarf, snarf, lion I'm more of a mumra than anything, so I get it. The, he's done the he did the soundtrack for he did a song on the soundtrack for Venom Let There Be Carnage. So it, it was his music in this too. Yeah, that's what I read. I didn't see that in the credits for IMDb though. I read that. Uh, I saw that somewhere as well. I think it was a yeah. Pop. So you know he's not an actor. He's a musician. But here he is doing his thing. He had he. What did you say? It's Lando. Didn't you say it's Lando? I believe you said it was Lando. No, I did not. I said I jokingly said that. Well, he's got that. He's got that long braided hair that you used to see all the time. Like he in looks the at Fennec and, and he goes, he goes, he goes, "What have we here?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he is, he, goes, he, goes, he goes, "How you doing, Nubaka?" Nubaka. <laughs> he is going to fix her insides. Uh, fun little inside note: he has a battle droid hand. Someone yes. pointed that out. I thought that was cool. Roger, Roger. Uh, he he switches his hand out to become you know. To do surgery, I guess. Or be a Bond villain. And now she's more machine than woman. Become a Bond villain. So she is healed. She's back. This is when we start to see the early bonding of Fedek and Boba. There is a moment here where Boba go, uh, Fedek goes, Boba Fett. Boba Fett's dead. I really want him to go, 
I am. <laughs> little snake plus skin. Little snake plus skin. Hey, snake, I heard you were dead. I am. Boba Fett, I heard you were taller. Get out of here, Escape from L.A. <laughs> yeah, that's right. God, stupid Escape from L.A. We should do a podcast on Escape from L.A. We could. We should. We won't. Fedek mentions that the uh, Tuscans couldn't have been defeated by the Nikto uh, Raiders, the bikers. And we mentioned this previously. Like, hey, wait a minute here. I don't think... The Nick the the Tuscan Raiders might have been killed by the Nictos. We see their just they see their sign that was spray painted, but anyone could have spray painted it's the pikes. that. We and we mentioned we, we we don't know that we don't know yeah. that it could it could be it could be uh, what's her name, uh, Madame Garza's. Yeah, she could do it too. Also, he's played by also, Jennifer Beale. I guess we're supposed to assume now that the warrior woman Tuscan Raider and the child are dead. We don't know. We never saw their bodies, so I will say there. I've I. I think the child is dead, but I don't think the warrior because we were seeing her, and yeah. I hope she's not dead. I hope she. Well, comes let me ask back. you also this because we now caught up to uh, Fennec, we caught up to the Mandalorian. That tells us that Boba Fett spent a huge chunk of those five years or four years or five years, whatever you want to talk about, with the Tuscans. Yeah, I think that's great. That's awesome that they he was with them so long. Obviously, we didn't see that, but we they get told that. They put the droid, they have that droid go in to gather some intel. This is when Boba releases his Bantha. Go now. Be into the Dune Sea. Make little Banthas. Boba Fett. <laughs> uh, he explains why he wants to kind of be a crime lord a little bit here. We get more explanation later. Not a crime lord, it's a... Oh, fa- oh, head of a house. Yeah, head of a house. Crime lord, he's a crime lord. Dude, I'm a head of a house. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wish... Wait, I, wait, also, wait, at this point, here. it's at yeah. nighttime. They do a really good job of these nighttime scenes at the volume because I know the volume is casting the light, kind of what it actually is going to look like. Oh, they've it got, looks they've got, great. They have they have finally, after eighty years of ho- of Hollywood, they have mastered outdoor lighting indoors. Yes, and it's because you everybody's watched something and you go like, "Why is that's, it blue? <laughs> that's not outdoor. That looks indoor." Even if you get some wind going, like that's you know watching. Or when they shoot at night, and it's always like, "Why is it so damn dark?" Because it's not day for night. Yeah, or or it's just too dark and they didn't light it right because it's mm-hmm. but this looks really good maybe that's also ooh, maybe that's also practically wise why you give them three moons so you get to be able to say it's a little bit brighter hmm, i like that and two suns so the two suns are reflecting more light onto the planet wow so. boba and fennec they they enter into the palace they fight some droids here there's the there's the torture droid that's there. You're a feisty one. And there is a kitchen droid, which we actually see, I believe, in the Clone War movie. If I'm not mistaken, he's a. But he, he, he is. Uh, he, he, he is. Yeah, he was in. He was. But in he all of a sudden, then he turns into Grievous and does his uh, spinning blades trick. Yeah, and it is wonderful how these robots, whatever is practical and whatever is CG, CG. Even the CG, it feels proud. They, they move mm-hmm. it like it has weight and like it's almost a puppet. They do a good and job. That's wonderful. They yeah. do a good job. Speaking of, we also get to introduce to the Rat Catcher droid, which we saw these droids in the Clone Wars cartoon and probably Rebels as well. Yeah, I like that it turns itself off. <laughs> well, at that point, at that point, then you can turn them on later. And like now, I'm well, your boss. we see we get to see this Rat Catcher droid later when they're doing the the table scene. Yeah. He's there, so this Rat Catcher droid is going to be a part of this show now. Let me ask you this: It was so funny. Like they're sneaking around. Why? Why do anything they do? Why not just? I mean, there's 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 a menagerie of aliens and guards and stuff walking around. And it's like, do you think the rat catcher is going to look and go? Because again, the rat catcher doesn't know what Boba Fett looks like. You know, he's, he's going to look around. He's not going to go like, 
I assume that's somebody who's meeting with Bib Fortuna and doing this. So I again, their their interactiveness doesn't. But nest- they're droids. Not- they might know who's in the palace, and they've never seen these people before, so they might send an alarm. Yeah, we don't know. I know. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm going to talk about where I'm not okay with things. So okay. now we get to Slave One. We get to see. So they walk in. We see Slave One. Interesting. In the credits, they show the the art, and the art has them pulling off a tarp off of Slave One. I guess they didn't like. We don't want to put a big tarp on Slave One because that's CG. It was a massive scene when they showed it, like the music and the oh, swelling. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was great. It's just I realized, it's just one of those things like when they drew the art, they're like, yeah, we're not going to put a tarp on it because someone has to pull it off. And this is a CG thing. So now you're talking about having to Yeah, interact. you're pulling it off of a green a green square. You yeah, know? but they, they, they'd rather not do that. Um, also, we did skip over. There was a part where she was going, why don't you just go in there and ask for mm-hmm. all this? And he's like, I might not like the answer because without my armor, I'm less persuasive. And I thought, oh, that was pretty, that mm-hmm. was a good reason to do this. So I thought that was good. We have a big fight scene that takes place here. You, we, you had made this mention and like she makes this mention like, get in there and make sure the ship can fly. But we've seen a ship sitting around for a long time and flying again. It's the Millennium Falcon we saw in Force Awakens. Well, also we don't. He doesn't know if it's been sitting there for five years. Have people scrapped it for parts? Have taken out the drive? What all those kind of silly things? Also, we also had a question. Those two Gamorrean guards we see at the beginning are those the two Gamorrean guards? They live, so they don't. Well, here, here, I'm going to get into something now. Ready? How many, how many bad guys are in this building? I think we get to see the the dots on the screen, so I, I didn't count the dots. I'm guessing a hundred. You think a hundred? Uh, oh, the, the as big as that place is with all those dots, probably a hundred. Now in this sequence here, they kill about what? Okay, twenty. No, not they. Fennec kills twelve of them. Twelve. And I said, I'm like, I'm like, if they're, You're if they're about if dead they're, ones, like dead, the shot ones, shot, not the ones shot. that are knocked off. Yeah, because she she knocks out another four or five. Yeah, she blows up a droid and that like knocks over some. And now she, yeah, you're just talking about the hits. The actual hits, she kills twelve of them. You say a hundred. I was gonna be like, count the dots. I was gonna be like, there's probably more like thirty guards there. And then I start going, there's thirty guards. She's killed twelve of them. Why are they rushing knocked to out get another, out? No, no, yeah. Knocked out another. Why eight. are they rushing to get out of there? You're like, you're like, what's left? Bib Fortuna's got four more. Well, you know what? Let's, yeah, just, let's, let's just wrap this, this up. up. No, we got to get out of here with the ship. The ship that actually has guns. That's why I say there, there there should be a larger amount. Is what I would hope. Otherwise, yes, your, your Fennec, argument is. Fennec is killed twelve of them. Boba, nothing, zero. Boba didn't kill any of them. <laughs> He's busy flying the ship and not knowing how to turn the ship it around. with guns on it. <laughs> so that, I just thought that was interesting. So then this Fennec, is an, Fennec this... stays. I mean, she said, he, I mean, not officially, but he goes, she goes, well, next time we'll blah, blah, blah. And he goes, next time. So it's already hinting mm-hmm. towards she likes this partnership. I love the scene coming up here. This was the quality, the cinematic quality, the look of it. Boba goes and just murders all the Nikto bikers. Well, I thought it looked great. When you're following that shot Ugh. and then all of a sudden you see it poke in the shot. They don't do a cut. And I'm like, here, because I laughed. I'm like, here we go. It was awesome. And this was the old, this was the, this was the, uh, this is the gray of the character. This mm-hmm. is not a bad guy. This is a character's like, don't wrong me. But here's the fun thing about this. They had to show us previously in the show where this gang was roughing up some of the locals. Like, they go to the moisture farm and they're they're beating up. Because this gang might not have been the gang that murdered the Tuscan Raiders. So he has to be able to kill these people because they're bad. But not bad because of the Tuscan Raiders. I think that I think that's why they did that scene earlier on. Maybe. Maybe. Um, you know. Well, he also beats them up in uh, Tachi Station. Boba, then they go... How did you differentiate... Again, again, I hate to say it, but like you see one Klaatuian or one Nikto, they look alike. So I was like, unless someone's got a scar or a mark What do you, what do you mean? 
like the leader of the group, whatever. Oh, I don't, I'm not talking about the leader. Oh. I'm just talking about the, the actual okay. biker gang itself. He blows them up. Yeah. They might not be the biker gang that scene. killed the Raiders. Yeah, it was a great scene, followed by another great scene here. I thought the scene was really awesome. To the Sarlacc they pit. Go, they go to the Sarlacc pit. We find out Boba's armor is Beskar. Yes. I know we were questioning that. There is a beak to the Sarlacc that was added in the special was, edition. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering. Because in the, it was the original, it was there was no beak. Yeah, but the beak actually retracts in. It was great. Uh, nice little scene here where Fennec saves the day again by dropping the Sonic, Which Sonic great. Great. torpedo the, into it. That sound. That yeah. yeah, it was awesome. It was, and that and that is the death of the great. You know, victims of the almighty Salak. That Salak is now gone. Yep. Although he does crawl back into it to see if his armor was in there, but yeah. it's not. We know that because it went with the Jawas. And he clearly has no memory of that because he was no. in and out of consciousness. And then they have a nice little another. They have a nice scene here again where Boba talks about why he wants to be a house leader, about how he wants to create loyalty, and he doesn't want to be a bounty hunter anymore because the the people that they work for keep getting them killed because they're stupid. He wants to be a good leader. Fennec at one point makes a reference to singing like a usum, and a usum is the big mouth singer Joe Yauza in the Max Rebo band. Uh, not 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 not. Sly Snoodles, which was the mm-hmm. lip one. This was the Makua with this with the thing in the back. Oh, going yeah. oh I hate that. <laughs> I hate it so much. Then this seems to be the end of our flashback. So we get the we get yes. the Bib Fortuna being we get the end of the Mandalorian. And we also get the when he when, when he comes out the droid goes, "You are completely healed." Translation: No more scar makeup on your head. Well, Other than that one scar, yeah. that's actually a real scar. There so, was a, I was watching. There was another another show another. Uh, it's it's uh, something I was watching with the wife. It was that Netflix show, Shadow and Fog, or whatever it's called. The remember we were watching that one. Yeah, it wasn't Shadow and Fog, but it was yes. something like that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yep, it's it's so memorable. But there's that. I remember the show. I just don't remember the but name. But like the like the one person is able to like heal all the scars on this woman. Mm-hmm. Except she's got a real scar in her head, and they like don't heal that one. And I'm like right in the same spot where the fake one goes, and I'm like. You know, you really put, shouldn't be focusing on that area because she's got a real scar there, and you're not th- fixing that. And of course, my wife said, "Stop talking." I'm like, "All right, it's probably true." <laughs> she's right. <laughs> Damn it, Debbie, she's always right. So he ends up going back into Mos Espa. He goes to Madame Garza's establishment, Jennifer Beale's establishment. I'm assuming he's going there to get Black Chrysanthemum. Because we get to see Black Chrysanthemum there fight the Trandosians. He rips off one of their arms. Which, by the way, they grow back. That is the Trandosians oh. lose like they're out in the comic. Uh, Bosk has lost arms and legs, and he's like, "When that's I great. grow this back." So that's that helps let it be so like, "Oh my god, he just maimed this person." No, he knows the Trandosians will grow back their arms. It's it hurts, and also I remember you were like watching this, like that. That's the better thing to do. You don't want him to just set him down. You want no. to have that moment. No, it's awesome that he's such a badass. And first of all, we've always they always said well, Wookies will rip your arms off. We get to finally see it. Now, why this... does he have such a hate for the Trandosians? He's mad at himself for losing. You think that's what it is? Yeah. Because like, people are I think speculating he, I think online. He is there, to is there a storyline well, where he was where the Trandosians maybe were hunted him and put him in the pits oh, or something like I that? I love something. that. Let's do that story. His, I want to follow this character. His character, his face, the, the 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 look and the anger and all this stuff. It's just the, it's perfect. He's it's he's perfect. awesome. He's awesome. You know what? They replaced Boba Fett, the coolest character, and they're like, "What about this cool character?" Okay, I'll follow him. Too. Wait till you wait till you see when eventually 
the, the movies and the shows introduce Dr. Afra and the evil C-3PO and evil r 2 No, I know about them because I've read the comics. But I, mean, I think it's like, stupid. No, I think they're great. I think it's stupid that you have an evil C-3PO and evil R2-D2. I think that's dumb. There are, there are, there are thousands of droids, and those two get made to look just like them, only I, they're darker, and they're nice. bad. Like, get out of here. I Why? think the characters are... You know what? Jerry, Jerry. Uh, Annie, uh, Darth Vader built C three PO. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's just the saying, same. It's the I'm same saying, stupid I like, logic. I like the characters in the. Books. I'm not saying. I'm not saying they're bad characters. I'm just saying it's a stupid idea to make R two D two and C three PO droids that why do just another like Wookiee? Why not do a different race? Because there are multiple Wookies, and I'm okay with that. In fact, there's another bounty hunter Wookie that was in the Shadows of the Empire that, and he had like a. Yeah, well, like, that's what Chewbacca. He had, a, he had Chewbacca. like a, a mullet. Yeah, Chewbacca. Is that Chewbacca? No, Chewbacca wore that as a. Yeah, that was yeah, him that's right. in, in makeup. <laughs> but like, uh, it's just. Mm, just why? why? Okay, okay. Back to the show. So he recruits. He recruits him. He's like, "You want to come work for me?" Great. And, and as great. we talked about, we finally get confirmation that is Max. She says, "Max, play." Yeah, You're like, "Max, Ding. play." Max Rebo survived. Survived the uh, the ship crashing. Back at the palace, we get what is I referred to as the mafia scene, which meeting you've seen, of the families. The you've four seen this. Families. You've seen, you saw this in the, the Untouchables. I was waiting for Boba to have a baseball. Okay, bat so I need beat someone in the head. You also see, I think Godfather did do a scene. Yeah. You also see it in the most iconic version, Dick Tracy. Yes, where Pruneface is there and he doesn't want to work with them. So, I say we rub him out. <laughs> There's influence. <laughs> so my question to you, of I, I want you because I know you did a little more on this. So the families that are there. We have the Trandosians. We have whatever the walrus are called, which I always forget. I'm going back to my last notes because we actually talked about this. The Trandosians, the Aquilics, and the Clatoonians. Okay, so let's talk about the Clat- the Clatoonians. Because the Clatoonians... I'm assuming norm- that's what they were. Well, they are. They are. They are. The Clatoonians look... I'm remembering in Return of the Jedi, they don't they look more reptile-like? The Nikto gang is the Clatoonians as well. The Nikto biker gang. There are different versions of the Clatoonians. Also, we forgot to mention, when we see the guards at J- uh, Bib Fortuna's palace at the beginning, we see Weequays, which those were the other alien race that was there. I had and, that toy. Yeah. What? Yes. I had that toy. So anyways, here we go. So the Clatoonians and the Nick. Well, no, the Nicktoes are their own thing. They the, might be part of the family, but there's Nicktoes, Clatoonians, and then... Again, this is all back to the joke that these characters were named all those years ago based on the three words from the Day of the Earth Stood, Stood, Day of the Earth Stood Still, which is, uh, you know, Barada, you know, Clato, Barada, Nikto. And those were named for that. And they took the, they actually made the Clatuians, Clatuians, whatever you want to call them. Maybe it's Clatuines. <laughs> maybe I'm mispronouncing this whole time. And, and, and the, the Niktos, Barada and the action figure and that care and that different race, that race wasn't called a Barada. It was literally uh, the the action figure showed that that character name was Barada. Yeah, because so, some Clatoonians include Barada and Kithabob. See, so so in other words, the Clatoonians, Clatoon, I'm going to keep messing it up. They are more than one race or more than variations because we see that guy there. He looks like Barada, which, by the way, the actor who plays him or at least does the voice is once again. The same voice that's Phil Lamar, who did the Pike boy, the Pike, the Pike boss in the previous episode, as well as doing a million voices like the Green Lantern on Justice League. So Phil Lamar does the Clatuian boss, Clatuine, Tatooine. Yeah, that's what's screwing me up. Yeah, it's so, so it's that Barada. It's that Barada. It's that different race. It, I guess it's, it, you, here's a, here's a parallel. When you look at the Cree in the Marvel universe, some Cree are blue and some Cree aren't. So there's more than one race. 
which you know that 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 works but they're just so radically different looking so much going on i though yeah i don't yes I, we can get there's it goes into subspecies and all that kind of stuff so we get this uh the the scene where they're sitting around the table rancor he wants under to, the table yeah rancor under the table this is also the rat catcher droid makes an appearance again he wants to gather the families to fight against the pikes or at least not take a side when that's he starts where he eventually he, he he tries to get something big He's like, I want you guys to join. We're not going to join. Okay, well then, how about this? I'll go do it. Just don't turn against me. And they go, Yeah, well, we'll do that. I. This is a gangster scene. This is a ma- mafia gangster scene. I would like to know a little bit more about some of these gangsters that are there. Like, I think it would be cool just to hear have some more information about each of them because well, you don't want to hear probably you don't villains spend all this time with the one group going. <laughs> well, that, but then we get we get Matt Barry gets to gets to come in and Master Blah says blue. You know, yeah. yeah. So anyways, and then obviously at the end of this scene, Fennec goes, do you trust them? And he, uh, Boba says, I trust them not to go against this because it works for their Because they're going to take out, the, the Pikes are going to take over the planet. Anyways. So then we get a little, I, I, this is, again, Jerry loves the HR stuff. You have a little explanation of what's going on. So she asks him, how much is in the treasure? Like, what treasure? Uh, clearly there's a treasure, stockpile yeah. of cash. In addition to, I don't know if Boba Fett has access to his credits Based, uh, you know, like 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 the Harry Potter Grin uh, Grin uh, Gringotts, Gringotts, but it's like he's got this, and so he goes, "Hey, I've got plenty of credits," and then that's when he goes, "But I need muscle," and she ends the show with, "Well, credits can buy muscle," and as he says that, we hear Mando's music come in again, which makes us think, "Oh my God, is this going to be that Mandalorian coming?" Yeah. Uh, Yes, the Mandalorian would be awesome but if they brought him in. Who but, else would be awesome? But damn it, if they brought in all the other all the other bounty hunters that are out there to come work for him, Zuck is for LOM, Dengar, Bosk, uh, who else? IG eighty eight. IG eight. Well, IG eighty eight. They already kind of maybe maybe. Well, here's the, here's the one that people the, the 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 I shouldn't say it's a rumor. It's more like people hope for. Could we could we actually see the live action debut of Cad Bane? Cad Bane, that'd be awesome. I love fit, Cad Bane. Cad Bane would fit with the who's Western. He, who's who's also the the pirate too, the smuggler. Oh, he's not a he's not a bounty hunter though. But he's a bad. He's not a good guy or a bad guy. He's well, a gray. he's he's actually at Star Wars land. They made him an animatronic. Oh, that's right. That, I heard that. I heard yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, he's that'd be cool. Cad Bane would be great to bring in. But I mean, there are there are other bounty hunters in the universe that would be fun uh, to Ara bring back. Ara Sin is supposedly dead. She was the one, the bald, the long fingers, and that supposedly she died in the Clone Wars. Or one of the books, or whatever, and also um, she'd be super old at this point too, though. Well, no older than you know. She'd be super Cad Bane. Old. Well, if Cad Bane comes in, but we also, also don't well, know how Cad Bane lives. Well, he could live as long as a Wookiee. You don't know what she could live that long too. That's you don't true. know the alien races. That's the whole trick. Is it's true? Is Yoda's like you know? I'm 950. It's like geez, like I thought. And I the Wookiees are Wookiee was Wookiees old are at 500, too. like 900. What is that? Why is it so old? That's because we can have him. What did I read somewhere that I thought was funny that the more we see of Tatooine. It's an awful, terrible place. Yet well, we Luke, always knew yet, that. Yet Luke grows up to be, I'm going to go to Tashi Station. It's going to be fun. We're going to do things. Like, how did you grow up so normal in such a crappy-ass environment? I've actually read people, There's there was people like saying, oh, this is going against uh, continuity because clearly Tatooine is, is like really important and Jabba's based there and all this stuff. And and we were told that, you know, it's a, it's the if there's a, a bright center to the universe, it's the farthest place from. And it's like, so that's what we're supposed to believe. And I'm like, hang on. That was some 18-year-old kid who said that based on the life he was leading. Just because he said that doesn't mean it wasn't like it wasn't like Darth Vader or somebody said that is the smallest out of the way planet ever even though it's when he came from and C3PO wasn't was, well, So I'm saying is there's no yeah. there's nothing wrong with them being this much And, and, and here's the answer to that. It's the force. 
The uh, force makes that planet special. No, I'm just I'm not talking about why it is. I'm saying the argument saying this is against what our existing continuity is. And I say our existing continuity was based on the 18-year-old kid who said You're right. this is the farthest. And here's the know, other thing it, that I thought with this is why are people – like the Jabba's are like, why are we fighting over this rock? It's a terrible place. But the Pikes, they're running spice. Now, are they getting spice from the planet or are they using the planet to run spice? And if that's the case – why the hell do they need to go like run spice there? They got They're gonna have to be a line of dialogue that says Tatooine is on the hyperspace channels. That's a planet to go through. They can maybe redefine. or they're they re- fi- or they're finding it. spice they're on refi- the planet I think because of the water that is left behind. Spice and now it's good to mine there for it. Yeah, that'd be interesting. It's got, they got to have something. Okay, so after all of this, what are your thoughts on the episode? Change it all? Uh, no, I think this was a. I think it was a good episode. I, I said that I think I think this is a good episode. Do you still I, feel that Boba didn't do enough? I think this episode, was doing, or well, was that the show? Was that the show giving a giving an opportunity to have Fennec Shen shine? Well, she, she's, she's a she's a badass, and the actress herself is a badass. She does a lot of her own stunts, and she can fight and things like that. So I think they give her a lot of also. How crazy is this? This is a TV series, a prime number one show. It's like the star is sixty years old, and I think she's ninety two because she doesn't age. She so doesn't it's like age. it's like. It's like this is insane. I love it, mm-hmm. but it's not like oh, you know that show that stars the thirty-two-year-old and the twenty-eight-year-old. Like no, no, these are these are mature adults mm-hmm. doing that. No, that's good. that's a good point. I think this show again. I, I I think it was a lot of scene to scene to scene, and not necessarily the storyline following through outside of the Fennec stuff, which I think was important. I think it was a lot of scene to scene stuff. Cool scenes, cool cool scenes, but yeah. But I am looking forward to the now that we're going to stay in this current time period and moving the, sto- the f- story forward that way. And who's going to make an appearance? Who's going to show up? We're going to find out. Yeah, I love this one. I'm excited. And, and I'm excited because we have three more episodes left as opposed to two. How long will they be? We don't know. But please join us again as we will continue on this journey when we're back here for episode five. Uh, also, I've watched the first four episodes now of Peacemaker, and that show is incredible. Also... Last week when we talked about it, both at the beginning of the podcast and at the end, Peacemaker, uh, and I, I caught myself at the end saying, oh my God, I think I've been saying Peacekeeper this whole time and I have to re-edit it. I went back and listened and I did say Peacekeeper at the beginning, but luckily I said Peacemaker at the end and I was able to grab the maker part and edit that in and so I felt better about <laughs> it. I was like, Peace, hey, I want to watch that new show called Peacemaker. <laughs> luckily I was able to hide it without being noticed, but I was like, oh my God, I'm calling it the wrong show. No, I'm not what I'm, now what is, what is it called? No, I know, I, trust me, the last week, I, I, even last night, I'm going to say, hey, we're going to watch Peace. And like, Nick looked at me like this, I'm like, Maker. I'm like, oh. It just keeps <laughs> slipping out of my head. So, all right, guys, thanks for listening. We will be back again. I'm Jerry. I'm Joel. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>